0: everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back today with Dr. Jeff Myers, and we are having a great conversation. If you missed Monday's episode, go back and listen to that one for sure. He just, he has a wealth of information and encouragement. And we're talking about this next generation, this rising generation of kids who we are all doing our very best. I mean, you guys know it's why this podcast exists. It's why the Schoolhouse Ministry exists. And it's why Summit Ministries exists. And we all are here to help you and teach ourselves um, in the process how to raise this next generation of kids to not just to know Jesus, but to truly follow Him with all of their hearts. And, um, you know, we are so grateful for those that we get to partner with, for for the guests that the Lord continues to bring on the podcast, because we can't possibly know it all. and, And we need the voices of so many other people who have been there, they've gone ahead of us, they study God's word, and they just help bring truth to um, to us and help us to navigate through this journey of parenting. And oh boy, it goes so quickly. You guys know that, you know, you might only have a five-year-old in your home, but let me tell you, it goes by and, you know, just the, the snap of a finger, I can't believe how fast this childhood, uh, our kids' childhoods go by. And so we have a very short time to set this foundation for them and to raise them to be Christ followers. And so we're going to talk more about that this uh, this week. But before we get into it, I want to say thank you again to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you're looking for a great, solid biblical worldview curriculum for any age, any subject, any grade, check them out, BJUPressHomeschool.com. And if you're not sure what you need for your family, call them up. Call one of their representatives, and they will help walk you through what your needs are, because you can do video-led, you can do parent-led, you can do textbook-led, whatever works best for you. Uh, they will help you with it. So check them out, bjupresshomeschool.com. Well, Dr. Jeff, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to have you back with me um, again today.
1: Thank you, want
0: I, wa- I want to go back to kind of the original question that I asked on Monday, and we talked about this, but I want to dig a little bit deeper into what's really going on with this rising generation. Um, we had Dr. Barna on a, a few months ago, and that conversation was so powerful. And he was talking about statistics and, you know, what, what we're actually seeing with these kids and what are their struggles. And again, you talked a little bit about that, but can we dig a little bit more deeply into like factually, where are our kids today? And I know that you've teamed up with Barna for a lot of research. And so from your perspective, what are you seeing with these kids?
1: Well, I love Dr. George Barna. I I love statistics and I I love understanding this generation. As I mentioned on the show on on Monday, we work with 70,000 young people every year. And that's only through our intensive programs. That does not count youth conferences or worldview conferences and things like that that we do. So I, I am visiting with hundreds and hundreds of young people personally every year. And I noticed several years ago, something started to shift a little bit. I worked, first of all, with my own generation, Gen X, and then I worked with Millennials, then I worked with Gen Z. And I, and I noticed that the questions they were asking through time, although the core questions are always things like, how could a good God allow evil? That, that a lot of their other questions were, were changing. Questions like, how could we ever actually know the truth if it did exist? And so I started following that particular question in the research. In fact, we do a lot of polling at Summit Ministries and we started asking questions like that in our own national polls. And we found that right about half of Christians in the United States of America believe that they are their own source of truth, Mm. that there is no absolute truth to be found, but they are their own truth. So instead of seeking the truth, as Jesus tells us, People today say we speak our truth. But there is no true north. There is no direction. There's nothing out there for us. We all kind of have to make it up as we go. So that became the starting point for my investigation. I realized three things were going on. First of all, the loss of truth led to the rise of self. I mean, people have always talked about self actualization, self image. So, v- giving value to yourself. But that is now on steroids in our culture. It's not just that we want to have regard for ourselves. It's that we now are told you have nothing else besides yourself. Sure. You're it. You're all alone in the world. So the loss of truth led to the rise of self. And this should have been predictable, but a lot of people are still shocked by it. That, that, that rise of self led to a loss of purpose
2: mm-hmm.
1: because how, where do I fit in the world if I'm not even sure that the world exists outside of me? 75% of the young adults I work with today say they do not have a sense of purpose that gives meaning to their lives. If you don't believe that you have a sense of purpose or that you can find it, what will you do? You'll become anxious about everything. Right. And we see this rise of anxiety, higher levels of anxiety than we have ever seen. Yeah. In fact, there's there's this one. This is a really sad kind of study, but the National Institutes of Health has been doing this since 1979. They've been asking high school seniors about their own their own perceptions of themselves they asked four questions in the test about what we would call self-derogation. You know, when, I, when you make a derogatory remark about someone, you know what that means, it sort of put them down. People put themselves down. In the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, early 2000s, people had about the same level of putting themselves down. It wasn't very high. All of a sudden, about 20, between 2015 and 2020, it just skyrocketed, skyrocketed. With people saying things like, sometimes I don't think I'm any good at all. Sometimes I don't even know why I am here. Those are, that just breaks my heart. Yeah. Because that all came from this philosophy that you are your own truth. So anyway, the, lo- the loss of truth led to the rise of self. The loss of purpose led to the rise of anxiety. And then the third part of that is the loss of unity. Because if we have no idea who we are and we're anxious, then we should be distrustful of everybody and everything else. We certainly can't have unity around anything that is important. And that leads to the rise of resentment. The more fractured we become as a culture, the more we realize there are people out there with political and different worldview agendas who are trying to get people to be disunified because they believe Tearing the nation apart is what will lead to the rise of their particular utopia. Yeah. So now you've gone from, I am my own truth, to to the exact opposite. Now you just need to sit back and believe everything that these elites who are in power tell you.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a scary place. You know, it's so interesting how clever the enemy is because you see it so simplified as, you know, you can walk through the mall and see girls wearing t-shirts that say, follow your heart. Well, the heart is wicked. Don't follow your heart. You have absolutely no idea what's best for you. It's just they follow Jesus, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that's where our society has gone is like you're saying, just follow your heart. Do what makes you happy, right? That's another one. You know, just do what makes you happy. And sin doesn't make us happy. It might make us happy and satisfy us for a moment, but it's certainly not going to make us eternally happy. And it certainly is not eventually on this earth going to bring true joy and satisfaction. Yet we're telling this to our kids and they're seeing it on social media. They're seeing it everywhere. And they think, oh, I just need to do what makes me happy. I need to follow my heart. And we do have a very lost generation of children and it's very, very sad. It's very scary. Um, but that's why we are here. We're here to help <laughs> and, and point people back to yeah, Jesus. They,
1: they don't have to stay lost. Uh, I do don't. believe it's possible to help children build an unshakable faith. Yeah. And and we, I know we're going to be talking about that.
0: Yep, yep. I do want to talk about that. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Are you looking for a homeschool curriculum that goes beyond textbooks and truly engages your children in the joy of learning? Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written by homeschool parents to specifically meet your needs and captivate your students with hands-on activities and experiments that make learning unforgettable. With an easy-to-follow, open-and-go format, Apologia takes the stress out of planning and provides a simple roadmap that can easily be tailored to your family's needs. Explore live classes or self-paced courses designed to accommodate every student's unique learning style. Elevate your child's education, spark their curiosity, and nurture a lifelong love for learning with Apologia. Discover Apologia today at apologia.com. We are back with Dr. Jeff Myers. We Before the break, you said, we can raise these kids to have an unshakable faith. We can teach them that they do have purpose. We can give them a sense of, of true belonging, not belonging to the world by the world's standards, but belonging to the world by God's standards. And so how do we do that?
1: Let me, let me give you a, a, one more statistic here. Sure. Just about you a, said the, only one. <laughs> I, well, I won't well, tell
0: Stephanie that you, know, you used it's two. know, <laughs> one per show. So
1: technically, oh, per, oh, if we're okay. recording more than one show.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. So you're going to have one more after this. It's perfect. Oh, yeah, I should have at least one more.
1: <laughs> this, uh, So we we study our students at Summit Ministries before and after our, the 11-day experience. We also study those who are taking our curriculum courses in Christian schools and homeschool co-ops. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to mention specifically the one from the 11-day program. You know, about one percent of young adults, according to George Barna, have a biblical worldview in the United States of America. And his criterion for a biblical worldview is very, very str- stringent. So it's it's not that surprising that only one percent have a biblical worldview. But he helped me study our graduates through their 11-day experience. By the time they reach day 11, 95 percent say they have a biblical worldview.
2: Wow.
1: 95 percent. Wow. Then we. Then we thought, well, okay, sure, but that's an 11-day program. Kids are excited to be here. It is Colorado or look out, Mountain Georgia. They're awesome places to be. Maybe that has something to do with it. So we kept studying them one year, five years, 10 years out. This program has been going long enough that we have sequences of 10-year graduates. Wow. Now, what we found is 85% stay strong in a biblical worldview. Wow. 85% you know, that that has become a kind of a rallying cry for pastors. I know specifically we've had pastors s- commit to sending their top young leaders from their churches. Why? Because one of them told me, look, knowing what I know about the success of this program, I would move heaven and earth to make yeah. this possible for every young person I know of. But what is it? This gets to the heart of your question. What is it that causes those kinds of results. And I think really there are four things I can summarize hopefully pretty quickly. And in my mind, it's easier to remember this way, A, B, C, D. A is answers. I I want to start with the kinds of questions that young adults are asking and then walk alongside them to find answers. Mm -hmm. When I came to Summit Ministries as a student, I was one of those kids who decided when I graduate from high school, I am going to graduate from church. No yeah. more of this. These people right. don't know any, they don't know anything. Right. They don't know any of the answers to the big life questions. They don't even know what the big questions are. You know, they're, they're workers. They do their jobs. They love people. Oh, that's great. But they, you know, that's just not for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Came to David Noble, at the Summit Ministries. He's the founder. I said, I hope you have a lot of answers because I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, we aren't afraid of questions at Summit. We aren't afraid of questions. I had never met a Christian in my life who wasn't afraid of questions. Right. I could tell just by the defensive answers they gave me to the questions that I did ask. Yeah. To find somebody who wasn't afraid of questions, who's willing to walk alongside me in this journey of exploration, confident that biblical truth emerges as the truth. God's truth is the truth. To have somebody like that, I, I can't tell you how that changed the course of my life. So we, we start with that. I, I, you know, how do you, how do you get to it? I just, with my own children, I ask them a lot. I just like, I don't understand. This song is on the radio. You know, I, I don't understand. Why is that so popular? Or I don't understand. You know, this, I saw somebody saying this about your generation and, you know, I don't understand. I just played dumb. Don't ever underestimate the value of playing dumb. (laughs) <laughs> I just kept asking questions, and then I would find out you know what are the big questions you have about life
2: yeah
1: too right so I start with that so a is for answers B is for biblical worldview I want my children and my students to be convinced that a biblical worldview is actually factually true mm-hmm. and we can know something is true because it is we we can understand what a justified true belief is
2: yeah
1: and we can know okay I have a belief is it a true belief does it match up with reality? And is it justified? I might believe that the moon does what it does because there's a giant you know spider in the sky that pushes it around. Well, the moon does what it does. I'm correct about the facts about that, but why? Is it a justified belief? Yeah so I'm trying to figure out what you know how do I do that? So I've got to you know scripture is accurate. It is true. it has been proven through time. it has it, you know you, you can do a lot of apologetics about that.: Sure. And then C is counterfeits. And this is where a lot of people kind of, kind of take issue with what, what we do and how we do it. I want students to hear that there are counterfeit worldviews out there. And I want sure. to hear about them first from me. Yeah, I don't want to, them to hear about them on TikTok or in their history class. I want them to hear about those from me. So I help un- to students recognize, look, success in any area of life, you've got to understand the patterns of life. Yeah, got to understand the patterns. If you want to be good at a new board game, you've got to understand the patterns of play. If you want to be good at a business, you've got to understand the patterns of play, sports, everything else. Well, ideas also flow in patterns. So I want them to understand, if you start with a biblical pattern, that God exists, he's made us in his image, we are fallen, but we are redeemed, and that changes the course of history, other people have a different view of history. You know, the yeah. Marxist says, oh, there's no God, only the material world exists. We're all equal, but some people have more than others. That's not fair. They should be forced to give it back. And that's what's going to make a good society. Right. There's, You know, everybody's got some idea of what humanity was intended for, how we're broken and how we ought to be fixed. Yeah. And those counterfeit ideas, take they take the flow of creation, fall, redemption, but they're false because they They take a little bit of truth and they combine it with a big lie. And then finally, D stands for dialogue, which you gotta learn to talk about. You gotta learn to talk about it. You can't just say, oh, I believe that, but I never talk about it because, you know, I'm embarrassed. No, you've got to be willing to dialogue. The best way to dialogue is by learning to ask questions. Be a curious person, be a learner. In fact, I've had parents say, I I want my child to come to Summit, but I'm not sure they're a believer. Well, are they curious? Are they a learner? Are they kind of person? Are they the kind of person who's curious about new things? If they are, then I welcome them, because I know they'll have a great experience, and they'll start exploring the truth, and they'll find out that it rests in Scripture.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this, um, because I think dialogue obviously is such an important part of parenting and building a relationship with our kids. But as we're looking at really winning the hearts of our kids, how do we do that? Um, and I I find that to be difficult. You know, across the board, not just with kids who you know, with parents whose kids are in school, but also with homeschooling parents too. You know, we see it all the time. We see people posting all over social media. I talk to people at my homeschool groups. And I think it's really hard today. And I think part of it is because of kids not knowing who they are, them not having that biblical foundation, them being inundated with social media and all the, all the lies of society. And we as parents are just coming, you know, going behind them saying, but but, let me just help you. Let me grab a hold of your heart and let me help you walk through this. And it's hard to know how to do that. How can we as parents effectively, truly win the hearts of our kids, especially our teenagers?
1: Well, there's the, there's the winning of them and there's the winning back of them. They're two different things because the world can't take hold of us. And it, it, it's sort of like they get into a cult. They lose their authentic self, their mind controlled. That's a whole other question. But the first question, how do we we win their hearts? I go back to Colossians chapter 2, where the Apostle Paul says in Colossians 2, 8, be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world rather than Christ. And a lot of people say, well, you're not, you're talking about their mind there. You're not talking about their heart. Well, just go back a few verses, because when he begins the passage, he says, I want their hearts to be encouraged and joined together in love so that they may have complete understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery Christ. In him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So we have to begin with Christ.
2: Right. I'm
1: not trying to win their heart to me. I want their heart to be one to Christ. So there are several things that I want to have happen there, but I, I really want them to see Christ in my own life. And then I want to walk with them in the way Jesus walked with his disciples. And this is, you know, this is easy to identify. You can actually read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see what Jesus actually did to walk with his disciples. One of the core things that people miss is that Jesus turned their attention to God. Yeah. Whenever he was asked, "Where does your authority come from?" he said, "I, my authority comes from my heavenly Father. It is my will to do His will. I only say what the Father gives me to say." That one, he directed the attention of his disciples to his heavenly Father. Um, Jesus walked alongside of his disciples. We, they walked everywhere. They went everywhere together. That's something that you, you can't you can't replace. That of the three years of earthly ministry, a friend of mine calculated this. I have very nerdy friends. He calculated <laughs> that Jesus would had to have been walking all day, every day, on the road for thirteen months of those three years to go every place the Bible says they went. Yeah. If you're walking alongside constantly,
2: yeah,
1: and your heart is to seek the authority of your father, that uh, becomes then. Uh, something that your children cannot ignore.
0: It's so true. Um, and, and again, it's Deuteronomy 6. I mean, it's, yeah. it's walking with our kids day and night and them not walking in the counsel of the wicked, as it tells us in Psalm 1. You know, our kids need to walk. And not that we're perfect. You know, we are so imperfect as parents, but we know who to go to when we mess up. We know who mm. to repent to and then teach our kids to do that at the same time. And so our kids know that we're not perfect. And I think that's so much, um, that's part of the beauty, right? Of being a a follower of Christ is that we can say to our kids, you know, I messed up, but I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna repent. And Jesus forgives me too. Yeah. And then they see that day in and day out and Mm. they get to live it with us uh, day to day. And so it's it's such a powerful way um, Mm. to live. We are out of time. But we're going to come back tomorrow. Um I want to talk about leadership tomorrow. I want to talk about how we can raise our kids to be true leaders in this crazy culture that we are living in. Um tell us one more time where people can find out more about Summit Ministries.
1: For our 11-day programs and the com- and the material, the curriculum material that you can use in your homeschool kindergarten yeah. through grade 12. Go to summit.org.
0: summit.org. We'll put that link in the show notes and again if you want to send your kids to uh, their student conference this summer, uh, our Brooklyn hasn't been yet, but I know it's going to be amazing because we've heard it from enough people and we cannot wait for her to go. If you're interested in, in sending your child, you have conferences in Colorado, Manitou Springs, right? Colorado, which is, is that near Colorado Springs, correct?
1: It's near Colorado Springs. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. So near Colorado Springs and then also in Georgia. What part of Georgia is it? Lookout
1: in? Mountain, Georgia. Okay. so that's near Chattanooga Tennessee
0: okay oh that's right a beautiful area yeah. yeah beautiful area so so you can send them to uh, conferences at either of those places all the details are on their website summit.org and use the code schoolhouse 24 to get a $200 discount. And if you register before March 31st, you get an additional $200 discount for their early bird special. We'll put those links in the show notes so you guys can find them easily. Um, Thank you guys so much for being with us. Stay tuned to the very end to hear what's coming up next on the podcast. And if you've not left a review yet for the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast, we would love it if you would just take a minute to do that and let others know why they should listen as well. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you back here tomorrow, bye. As parents, our greatest hope is that our kids will grow up to be followers of Jesus Christ and live out God's call on their lives. But you also know the world makes it challenging to follow Christ faithfully. That's why I'm so excited about Summit Ministries. Their student conferences give teens and young adults reasons to trust the biblical foundation you've laid for them. Our oldest daughter, Brooklyn, is super excited to go this summer. And if you have a child ages 16 to 22, they can attend a Summit Ministries student conference this summer as well. Get a $200 discount on their in-person conference by using code SCHOOLHOUSE24 at checkout and receive an additional $200 off with their early bird discount when you register by March 31st. Visit summit.org schoolhouse to learn more. That's summit.org slash schoolhouse.
1: It's not that they don't ever succumb to temptation. We all do. But it is that they are much more likely to resist because their goal is not to resist. They are just pursuing God and his plan for them with all of their heart, whether it's starting a business or a ministry or working in agriculture. I mean, I have students literally working from the top levels of Washington, DC to the farm fields of the Midwest. And they all can grasp this and figure out how to be an influencer in their community just by doing the things we've discussed.